if you're a person who doesn't like this movie I feel like it, I feel like it's a red flag yes Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Other Brothers Podcast, the show where two best friends give their thoughts and opinions on any and all consumable content out there in the world. I'm John. And I'm Colin and we are your hosts. Hey John, Uh, what year is it? It's 2024, Colin. Happy New Year. (laughs) Happy New Year. Um, Do do, do you know why 2024? All right. I think we'll just tell them. This is our second time trying to uh, record this, and we made the same joke in the first one, but... Uh, So here's the thing. Two days ago, Colin and I tried to record this, um, and about half an hour in... In the we, midst we literally of our... just finished the the intro. That's all we did. Yeah, we pretty much did the intro, um, and my internet stopped working. Um, I don't know why, and it didn't get fixed till the next day. So Colin and I figured we would just start over today, um, but we also couldn't yeah. stop laughing about the fact that we had to say the same joke a second time. <laughs> um, but that being said, um, we're doing I mean, a top this, this five. That's why it's every Tuesday-ish, right? Like, yeah, like, sure. Yeah, that, that makes up for not posting content for three months, right? We've been I mean, life more happens. consistent recently, so that's good. Um, yeah. It's fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, today we have a top five for you guys. John, and what is this top five going to be? This top five is going to be our top five favorite movies of 2023 because it's the new year and we both watched a bunch of movies this year um i think we both you actually watched, ended up... i think we both watched more movies than either of us did last year um yes and both i definitely of our lists... tried to make a point of watching more 2023 movies and yes. i think that really helped yeah me too um but you watched more movies than i did i did which shocker which awesome. actually uh yeah. that's very surprising to me um but we both topped 30 which for us is pretty mm-hmm. good since we're both pretty busy and this isn't what we do for our lives. Um, so the fact that we both watched 30 new movies this year is so, pretty I mean, cool. if you guys want to send us money and like we end up <laughs> doing that and this becomes our, our thing, yeah, we'll, we'll post more. We'll watch even more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, last time when we started recording, we did already begin our 20 minutes and we got pretty close to the end of it before my internet went out. So... I was thinking we could just jump in because we should have our lists. Um, uh, I, mean, I mean, but I mean, I know that it was a few days ago, but I still don't know about my number one versus my number two. Okay, it's. I mean, I I, I don't know if I'm going to change it or not. I'm not. I, I don't. Let's just. Why All right. Not? Let's, let's give. Just go. Oh, okay, great. I was going to say, if you really want, like, five minutes, I'll give you five minutes. No, they no time traveling this time. Uh, save it for the next one. Awesome. We can pretend if you want. We could still play the music in between, and we could just sit here in silence for a couple seconds to make everybody you feel know like they're time traveling. I think you should play, like, three seconds of the music, maybe five. That's all that maybe it really seven. is. It's a very yeah. short little thing. Okay. Yep. There you go. You had it. There was music. <laughs> Hooray. We're still here. We didn't leave. Uh, um, <laughs> um, but without further ado, Colin, why don't we get started? I think I gave my number fives first for our last top five. So I think it's your turn to go first. It's my turn. Okay. So part of the problem of talk- doing a top five for the entirety of the year and not watching some of these movies in a while 
is that we don't really remember a whole lot of them. That's in fair. In terms of, like, specifics from the movies. Totally true. But also, normally we talk and say, hey, spoilers, we're going to talk spoilers. And, yeah, we're going to talk some spoilers for yeah, some of these movies. for sure. But if one of us hasn't seen that movie, no spoilers. Oh, no, we that's will not how, spoil it if the other our, person hasn't seen it. That's true. That's how we do our top list. Yeah. Um, very fair, and I think that's awesome. Um, we can give, like, some details, but nothing that's going to give away any major plot points or anything like that. I think that's totally fine. Right. And before we go, I think we should mention we will also be doing our normal honorable mentions like we always do. We mm-hmm. may have a couple extra this time just because we watched a lot of movies There's and we so want to talk movies. about them. Um, we yeah. may also just throw some titles out of things we watched and like a two-word idea of how we felt about it. And we yeah. will be talking about our least favorite movie that we watched this year that came out this year as well. So, uh, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Hooray! Um, all right, Colin, why don't right. you get us started with your number five? Sounds good. My number five is the third in a... Is it a trilogy? Is it an anthology? Hopefully they make more of these. I have A Haunting in Venice. Really? Wow, I, this okay. Is, this is one of the movies that we both that you texted me after you saw it and said, you need to watch this. I want to know what you think about it because I don't know if you're going to like it or not. And I loved it. It was so good. That's really cool. I wasn't sure if you were going to like it because it's so different from the first two it's so different from murder and death on the nile and it's like almost like horror thriller but also not but kind of um i really like how they explain away some of the supernatural elements and how some of the supernatural elements maybe still exist maybe mm -hmm. how i but i one thing that i love is that it takes place in italy um i love italian culture and Mm -hmm. and i love how that all looks um I love the fact that it feels different than Death on the Nile, Murder on the Orient Express. Murder is probably one of my favorite movies of recent, like, recent movies. Death on the Nile is okay, and Mm -hmm. I like the fact that they took this hard pivot into trying something new. Cool. Um, This is a movie that we did both see, so we can talk about it as much as we want. Um, Mm -hmm. My, the reason why I didn't, know if you were going to like it is because I would say of the three movies this one it caught me the most off guard but I think it's probably my least favorite hmm. um, not that it was I bad I did enjoy it it's not on my list because it's my it was, for favorite, me for me it was eh. um, I do like that they tried something different I liked mm-hmm. the fact that they did explain a lot of the supernatural stuff in reality it felt very like the adult scooby-doo you know which was kind of cool and i like that about it but at the same time i don't know there were just i feel like there were a few moments in it that just like didn't hit for me and i think i was expecting i think i went in expecting a very different movie than what i got not in a bad way but just not what i was looking for going in i knew it was going to be different i knew it wasn't going to be the same but i didn't i didn't expect it to be what it was and maybe if i I went and rewatched it Part of what really helped is that I went in after seeing a trailer or two and I was I was worried about it because I had really low expectations based off of what people were saying about it and saying that it was just okay and mm-hmm. I obviously I think it's great it's my number five but uh yeah yeah that's, that's really, uh, yeah I mean the 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 only other thing that I really have to say about it is the seance scene when he proves that the seance person is fake and making all of it up I yeah. love seeing that because mm-hmm. uh, that's exactly how Harry Houdini used to handle uh, uh, seances and whatnot. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, there were a lot of awesome moments in it. I'm not trying to knock it by saying it's not on my list. It was still a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what I would have like rated it, but it wasn't bad. Um, and maybe if I rewatched it, I would enjoy it more because now I know what I'm expecting from it, and that's kind of cool. So I don't know. It was good, though. Yeah. Very cool. What I did not you, expect that so... to be on your list. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What's your number five? My number five is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, okay. Wow, this, really? Only number five? Yeah, this is only number five for me. Um, I know, okay. crazy. Uh, I watched a lot of movies this year. Yeah, um, really. I had a tough time deciding where to put this. At first, it was not on my list. Then it was like number three on my list, and then it got moved around a bunch, and it ended this, up at number this five. Was, <laughs> this was my number five. It was between <laughs> this and two other movies for my number five. Okay. So, like, I, I get it. This yeah. is in my honorable mentions. Cool. It's a phenomenal yeah. movie. Um, it's funny. It's so sad. Um, yeah. I think we briefly touched on it because we talked about – what did we talk about that this was in? We did another top five, and this was a part of it. Um, no. We, 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 the, um, oh, it was the movies that make us cry. I think uh, oh, I brought it up in that. Oh, yeah. Because yep. um, this movie makes me cry because – animal cruelty um it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty devastating without that's uh knowing that going in helped a lot because that's a yeah. brutal thing um mm-hmm. it's a phenomenal movie um i think it's a really nice ending to the guardians as we know them i think it was a beautiful yeah. way to end their story because the first two movies are also phenomenal i think it's probably in my opinion marvel's best trilogy there's definitely an argument for it, yeah. Like if they're standalone movies and you only had these three, the, the movies, only the only other phenomenal. trilogies, the only other trilogies I would consider would be like the Avengers movies. But are those really a trilogy? And then I would also, argue no, because there's uh, four of them. But right, so. right, and that that's what, and then also maybe maybe Captain America. Yeah, but even then, that's that's kind of why I throw out standalone, right? Because Captain mm-hmm. America: Civil War is all in the mix of everything else yep. going on and that's why that's, that's kind of different but yeah no for sure i one thing that i love about guardians is that you have this go, going into it there were so many different spec pieces about who's gonna die which guardian oh, yeah. is not gonna make it and there were so many different moments within this movie that a character could easily there's a moment for literally every character where they could be the one that's dead because there's and, a and moment instead, where i think drax is dead there's a moment where i mm-hmm. think um well, at the end with Star Lord, I thought he was going to be dead, and that was all it. of them. But it it set it up in all the marketing to make you think that somebody was going to die um, after all those spec pieces, because the marketing kind of let leaned into it. And instead, it ends on a happy note. It ends with everybody dancing. Yeah, right. It's great. It was super weird, but like also like it's that nostalgic sad of like they're gone, but like yeah. in a good. It's a. It's they all have their own reasons, and they're all doing what they need to do for them, and I think that's really cool. Yep. Um, I really like the moment where Star-Lord Peter Quill is fine with the fact that Gamora is not the same Gamora and he's not chasing after her. And he just has that moment of like, man, you're awesome, but I get it. It's fine. Like just kind of making peace with the fact that his Gamora is not the same Gamora. And yeah, it's a very heartfelt, nice moment as well. Um, I, it's just I... a very cool movie. We talked on it a little bit too. The whole, what would this movie have looked like had Gamora not had all those plot points associated to her within Infinity War and Endgame? Because yeah. James Gunn obviously did not plan for that. Mm-hmm. 
And seeing him still be able to weave such an incredible story around that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, props to James Gunn. I mean, he's yeah. awesome. Um, I, I'm curious to see what he does with DC. Can't wait. I'm very curious as well. So, yeah. Sweet. That's my number five. Let's move on to number four. Number four. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, this is a me movie. This movie is... Uh, definitely a movie that is as high as it is because of who I am as a person mm-hmm. and what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. This is Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Yeah! <laughs> Incredible. I, oh man, what a great movie. So part of how we do our top fives is, is it good or bad? And then mixed into that is it good or bad is how that movie makes us feel. Mm-hmm. And this movie is just fun. It's I so love, much fun. I love a good heist movie. I love Dungeons and Dragons, and there are so many little like Easter eggs to different, uh, even even Dungeons and Dragons content. Like like at one point, one of the characters mentions being able to make the smell of fresh cut grass. That's a character mm-hmm. from Critical Role. Like it's just such a interesting weave of yeah really good storytelling. Characters or people obviously having fun on set, and just a good movie. And Chris Pine is Chris Pine, and there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that, so it's awesome. Um, yeah. I love Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I thought it was a phenomenal movie. It is not on my list. It is in my honorable mentions. This was also a borderline one, but I just... Yep. Yeah, so, ma- so many options. This I, I, this I is, really this is a movie that the... I could rewatch anytime, though. This is one yes. of those movies for me. I could watch this twice a week if i really had to would it get boring after that long maybe but like it's awesome this is definitely a feel-good movie that if like i'm ever not feeling up to something this is a great movie to put on and make me feel better this is a movie that i hope is the start to an amazing franchise i really hope so too um i've been hearing rumors that they might that there are thoughts about a second one um Mm -hmm. and that they want a second one but it's also not like confirmed anything and it could just be this if it's just this i'm not mad either i'm happy yeah. I would love more just because I loved it, and I would love to see more D&D content as movies with these actors playing these different things. I think it's so Absolutely. cool. Uh, but if it, if this is it, this is it, and I'm okay with that because it's great on its own. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, th- this list in our top five, at least for me, is how I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I, I just had too much fun with this movie. I loved going and watching it more than once because I did see this one more than once. And mm. um, the first time just enjoying it as a movie, but the second time really going in as like the D&D nerd and like looking for like, what's the what's the um, the Nat 20 or the Nat 1 that's happening in this moment? Like just yeah. noticing those things and being like, okay, that that would have been if or this like was the, a person rolling a die, that's what that was. And I, <laughs> I think like it's the, so the fun. Ending, the ending fight with the big bad evil guy of, of mm-hmm. the movie is in six second intervals. Yeah, like when when each character goes for another punch or another big attack, it's that six seconds later, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting being able to see that in real time, yeah. as to give better context as to four hours of your actual life rolling <laughs> dice, going okay, I'm gonna do yeah. this, and uh, five minutes later deciding what you're gonna do. <laughs> yep, it's so cool to me. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's really well made. What What about you, John? Uh, what's your number four? My number four. I don't think you've seen. Um, this is our first one that oh. um, hasn't been seen. Uh, my number four is Wonka. I did not um, see this. You're the right. The new, I guess, Charlie of the Chocolate Factory movie um, starring Timothy Chalamet, Wonka. Um, it was, 
I thought this movie was great. I'm not going to say too, too much because you haven't seen it. And I think it's a movie that you will legitimately enjoy. This is one that I tried to see and was hoping to see, but uh, I got just too busy at the end of the year. Yeah. And that's like, okay. I, I, there were a couple of movies that were on my, I wish that I had seen this before we made our top five list. Sure. This was one of them. Yeah. Uh, another one was uh, uh, The Boy and the Heron. Um, uh, and the other one was Haunted Mansion, Disney's Haunted Mansion. But okay. I think the like those ones I'm okay with. Boy and the Heron might have ended up on this list. Boy and the Heron might have ended up on mine if I had seen it too. In, I love in the, the same way. Movie. It, but in, in the same way that the menu would have definitely been on my top five list when we did that year roundup. Yeah, totally. Um, but anyway, a couple of little things about Wonka, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not spoiling anything in this movie if I say this, and I don't know if you know this, but this is something I didn't know until like the day before I went to see it. I don't, because it wasn't marketed as this in any way, shape, or form, but Wonka's a musical, and that yeah, I had confuses no the heck out of me Yeah, why that wasn't promoted more um but yeah the fact that Wonka's a musical caught me so off guard i mean i knew before i went to see it um which i'm kind of glad i knew that only because if i had walked in and it they started saying i'd been like whoa <laughs> it caught me very yeah. off guard and, um, and i think that's part of the reason why not, not to completely keep cutting you off but part of the reason why this movie i feel like didn't do as well in the box office as it could or should have because they didn't promote it to that, an entire audience not not only that but people who like musicals will go watch a play and have a good time. Mm-hmm. People who like plays who go to see a musical and don't know that it's a musical get angry. <laughs> um, maybe. I don't know. Because I, I, know, I know a lot of people that they love plays and they mm-hmm. hate musicals. Yeah, and, that's and fair. And they, they'll look at Wonka going, oh, this sucks, only because it's a musical, not because of any of the content. I thought it was a wonderful movie. Um, it, I just, I left that theater feeling happier than I feel like I leave most movies seeing. I was just like in a good mood, you know, like it didn't make me sad at the end. It didn't do this. It didn't do that. It was just like, ah, breath of fresh air kind of feeling after that movie. And it was great. And I want to talk so much about it, but I can't. And that's okay. We'll talk about it another time. We will talk about it. Yep. I just, I liked it. It's my fourth favorite so clearly it was good yeah yeah did i, I expect wonka going in to watch it that it was going to make my list today no <laughs> i thought it wasn't going to be very good i yeah in the trailers i felt very uncomfortable watching timothy chalamet as wonka i don't know why it was just like i feel like i'm so used to like serious timmy you know serious oh, like like doom, like doom yeah. timothy chalamet <laughs> and this is not that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you hear him sing, and that's a whole new thing that I've never experienced from him either. So it was very different, but it was really cool. So very go true. see it, Colin. Go see it, listeners. Go hey, see it, everyone. Look, I finally saw Avatar two, which means eventually I'll see. Wow, why did that happen? <laughs> I told you about this. This is <laughs> yeah. like months ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, listen, Avatar two is great too. Um, it just yeah. took you a year to see it, but that's okay. It took yeah, it did take forever. Don't take that long to see Wonka. I want to talk about it sooner. I that. won't. What's your number three, Colin? <laughs> well, let's go from happy to existential and sad. Oh, God. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, my number three favorite movie of 2023 was Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Very cool. This is another one that's on my honorable mentions. Hmm. Um, it 
when I went to see Oppenheimer in June, I'll let you say your whole piece on it in a second. But when oh, I yeah, went, yeah. when when I went to go see it when it came out, I was like, "This is my number one movie of the year." I know it for a fact because it was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I left that movie just shook. I was like, oh, at mm-hmm. the end of that movie. <laughs> I decided to do the whole Barbenheimer thing. Amazing. So uh, I was I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, how I was going to watch it, and I decided to do Oppenheimer first and then Barbie, and I watched them both in IMAX. Um, <sighs> this movie in IMAX was mm-hmm. incredible. Amazing. It is hard to describe the visuals in this movie as anything other than just immaculate. It is probably visually the most beautiful movie that I watched this year. Hmm in terms of how it was filmed and how it was cinematically taken and put into this format. It was just yeah. beautifully done. Also, the the performances, it most of the time it's just people in rooms talking. Yeah. That's it. Dramatically. And that's, <laughs> that's what it was. But, but also, but it was very good. Telling this incredible story of, you know, what's possible and fear as to, hey, we split the atom. That means that we definitely need to make a bomb, right? Right? That's That's the optimal mm-hmm. solution or hey this person turned this scientist against me which means i need to spend every ounce of energy you know tearing this person down well just even just like one killian murphy's performance was incredible as Oppenheimer, yeah. but like yeah. watching him go from this young guy who's like i'm gonna change the world and i'm gonna do this thing and this is awesome and we're making mm-hmm. this happen and then by the end he's like what did i do yeah just that shift and watching that grow through this crazy long three-hour movie <laughs> oh for sure and the the emotional existentialism that you feel when this movie ends in terms of yeah atomic bombs exist and here's yep. what they do mm-hmm. to the internal existentialism that was barbie was just oh. such a such a <laughs> emotional shift that i it, it took me probably like an hour to recover after watching barbie to yeah. finally just be back to oh yeah Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Both powerful movies in their own ways, for sure. In yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, the last I, thing. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I I have one more thing, so I'll let you say your thing. Okay. The last thing I wanted to say about Oppenheimer is I didn't know. I mean, so I was like, okay, this movie is about the building of the atomic bomb and having that yep. happen, and I was like, this movie will be over after it happens. No. Mm-hmm. That's two-thirds of the movie. There's a whole other hour left after that, and I was not prepared yeah. for that at all. I was it's not ready. It's a long movie. And I did not expect there to be more, and mm-hmm. that's when things get worse. And that's why I, <laughs> like, yeah. I left an emotional, just emotionally drained. I wasn't like crying. It didn't make me cry. It didn't make me like upset. But internally, I just felt like empty. I was like, I'm, I'm drained yeah. after watching this. That's kind of where I was at with it. But like in a... That was incredible kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, My last thing is that this movie solidified for me that Christopher Nolan is not only one of the best directors of all time, but that he needs to do a horror movie. Oh, that'd be incredible. There's one scene where Oppenheimer is giving a speech, uh, you know, delivering the news that the bomb was dropped um, to the camp or to the camp, the, the town, uh, Los Alamos. Mm-hmm. And he's delivering this speech to a whole bunch of people. And you hear them throughout the movie drumming their feet 
um, you know, whenever something crazy is going to happen. But then he's there delivering the speech, and people are cheering, and suddenly all the audio cuts out, and you hear a woman shriek. And then it goes between faces of people cheering to a woman having her skin quite literally peeled off by the atomic Mm -hmm. bomb. And then there's a body in ash on the ground. And how it is shot and how it, it is... It adds a little bit of shaky cam and a little bit of nervous energy that conveys perfectly how Oppenheimer is feeling in that moment. Yeah. But it is a truly scary scene. Oh, it is. It's and I, insane. And I would love to see Oppenheimer take on a horror movie. Christopher Nolan, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Christopher <laughs> yeah. Nolan. Oppenheimer. A horror movie. Make a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oppenheimer, you, you've done enough. You already made a couple horror movies. They're uh, on the History Channel. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, that's existentialism. Uh, Very John, cool. What's your number three? <laughs> my, um, we're in top three, right? That's pretty cool. Um, my third, yeah. my third favorite movie of the year out of the thirty, what was it, thirty three or thirty four? Thirty four movies that I watched this year mm-hmm. is a Netflix original movie. It's Nimona. Oh, um, okay. I, and maybe this is a little bit of recency bias. I watched Nimona about three weeks ago um Mm -hmm. i was sick for like an entire weekend and i watched like six movies that came out this year um but nimona just blew me away i thought it was one of the best one animation styles in a movie recently but also just the one of the best animated movies in terms of message and something that's for kids but like teaches them a really valuable important life thing of like don't what like baseline is don't judge a book by its cover but also like just Mm -hmm. be accepting and care about people and it doesn't matter what they look like what they what their preferences are who they are anything just be a good person and it was so fun i had such a blast watching it i left again kind of like wonka i just and that movie ended and i was just happy there wasn't anything sad about it it was great um I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Um, I was like, I know I've heard good things. I know it's going to be a good movie, but it blew me away. Um, if I was giving it a rating out of five, I would gave it a five. Like I loved oh, it. I thought sure. it was yeah. so cool. I thought it was so well done, and I loved it. Like there was a lot of surprising moments. Also, having um, a gay lead is so cool to me in an animated kids movie because disney yeah, hasn't that done that that's something that hasn't happened yet so that's so cool to me yeah it shocked me i was so surprised but like in a no, good you're way good. it was really cool I, I was gonna talk about something else and my the, my train of thought <laughs> i'm just so sorry because <laughs> what you brought up is i mean it's true you, it just you don't see shocked anywhere. me i was i was but not the expecting other thing it, is, it was though, cool. is that it's not the one thing that I really enjoy about that is that it's not, like, a main part of the movie. No, they just make it, like, a normal thing, which I think is so important and so nice and, to and the see. And same, the same thing goes for Nomona, too, because multiple times yeah. people are like, who are you? You know, what what is, mm-hmm. what, what, what's your deal? And the answer is, I'm Nomona. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, yeah. that's great. It's awesome. It's a movie about identity in every way, mm-hmm. shape, and form, and that's it teaches that so well without shoving it down your throat. And I think that's awesome. So I one just really liked I, it. One thing that I really love is the animation itself. I know, I know you briefly mm-hmm. talked on it, but the yeah. t- talked ahead. on it, touched on it is that the, 
the style of animation is so fast and fluid while also not looking like anything else that is currently out there. Mm-hmm. Like, it really took on its own identity and not, you know, trying to rip off Spider-Man or, or not trying to rip off Disney or not trying to rip off, like, Pixar. It's its own thing. It, yeah. it felt like it felt like watching a very long Love, Death, and Robots episode. It was okay. great. It was fantastic. Cool. In fact, yeah. I think it might be the same studio as Love, Death, and Robots, but I don't know that for sure. I couldn't tell you, but I appreciate the movie nonetheless um i just had that to find is, a way to bring love death and robots into of course it. you always do yeah. um but i do have to i feel like this is definitely like one of my top animated movies at this point and i will gladly watch it again and again because it was so cool oh, for sure it's yeah. really cool out of the, like all the movies that you put in like your your mental list of like this is a movie that i can show kids or like if i have to babysit this is a movie i can throw on this is a hundred percent a movie that i would throw on mm-hmm um, I want to make Marissa watch this movie because I know that she'll love it. And oh, she, she will absolutely I, We haven't had the it. chance and she hasn't yeah. watched it yet, but I know that she'll love it just in general because it's so cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Colin, that's all I got to say about Nimona. So oh, if you want to okay. go on to number two, I'm well, ready to hear it. We're already at number two. Wow. Okay. I feel like we're actually doing a pretty good job taking our time this time. because. Yeah. I, it, this always feels like it's gonna like that this part flies by and then we get into our honorable mentions exactly. and then you know four yep. hours go by yep so uh, it's fine we'll cut number it down two. two or three this time number two no more stalling uh my second favorite movie of the year <laughs> make and my the first decision favorite. colin make oh, the decision my God. yeah <laughs> the i've been swapping these two back and forth ever since your your uh internet crashed it's fine. This is um, it. This is the decision. You can't change it after this. This is right. it forever. Well, I, I decided on it, and I'm just going to stick with my original gut feeling. Great. Uh, this is Godzilla minus one. Okay. Cool. I thought this was going to be on your I list. I loved this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've never related to um, a monster movie as anything other than just watching monsters destroy stuff and it mm-hmm. being a popcorn flick. Um, I've never really been scared by giant monsters either. That's never been anything that's really scary. Godzilla in this movie is terrifying. Oh, so freaking cool, man. And, so and cool. Incredible. And this movie is a traditional Godzilla movie in Japan. Um, I watched a, uh, uh, subtitled version, subbed version. Yeah. Um, and it, you can tell that this is a Japanese film made for a Japanese audience, it, you know, you know, it, it doesn't have the same sort of feel that a modern American movie does. No. There's some... Um, the budget of it also is nothing near what some of these other movies were. Godzilla was, what, 50-something million dollars to make total? Oppenheimer was hundreds of millions of dollars to make, something like yeah. 250 or $300 million to make. This was only 50. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. Incredible. And it's a beautiful. That's, it's so beautifully that's done. That's what I mean. Like, like you, you wouldn't be able insane. to tell that this wasn't on the same budget uh, as some of those other movies. Yeah. Before uh, seeing Godzilla Minus One, I saw an article title saying that, like, we should be making more movies using these studios that are making movies yeah. like Godzilla Minus One because they're doing just as good a job as Hollywood is, mm-hmm. and they're not being stupid about it. I mean, obviously, I have Godzilla over Oppenheimer. This is a phenomenal movie. It's another one that's in my honorable mentions you're just taking that list away from me yep, but that's okay yep, whatever that's i'll add other ones i've got other movies oh, okay um yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but i 
I knew I, I was very confident that this was going to be somewhere on your list because um, in the one sentence that you texted <laughs> me about it, you said, yeah. I never thought a Godzilla movie would make me cry. And that made me be yeah. like, this did something for Colin. It's going to be on his <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the human characters in this movie, I, I, I'm not Japanese. I don't have any Japanese heritage at all. No. And I couldn't help but feel for the Japanese culture as to what the war was like for them and, and what this kamikaze pilot who didn't want to be a kamikaze pilot mm-hmm. turned into as far as what does that mean to return from the war? All of a sudden he's returning with no honor and, and people are really mad and upset with him. He's mad and upset with himself. Mm-hmm. He has this family that develops that it's not his family, but it becomes his family. Like, all but he like doesn't want it to together. be, but he actually does want it to be, but he doesn't feel like he has the honor to say that, and it's wild. It's, yeah. But why why do you need to care about the humans in a Godzilla movie? And why are they this You should go into this amazing. movie and just be like, yeah, Godzilla! <laughs> but no, they made yeah. Godzilla the enemy, and I actually felt like Godzilla was the enemy here, and it was Godzilla really well felt done. like an allegory for uh, atomic bombs as well, which yeah. is where he comes from in, in terms of the, the you know, original Godzilla concept in movies but to see that be portrayed so well with this movie especially with you know uh, the whole like power up sequence and then him blowing up the city yeah that might be one of the coolest visuals aside from or along with the atomic bomb going off in Oppenheimer not to mention one of the most heartbreaking moments of the movie Um, oh because this like main I character's said, this movie made me cry. This main character's girlfriend <laughs> shoves him into an alley to keep him alive and she just disappears. She's just gone. And yeah. the thing that I could equate it to the most was the first episode of The Boys. <laughs> yeah. That's like how it felt, right? So Yeah, except you got to know this person. Yeah, exactly. So it was worse. <laughs> yeah. Less gory, but worse. Um Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch The Boys and you'll find out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Incredible show, by the way. Uh, the the other thing with this movie, too, is that it really felt like this sense of unification for, like, yeah, the war sucked. Yeah, not all of us wanted the war to go the way that it went. Some of us didn't even want to go into war in the first place. And some of us did. But you know what? We lost. And we lost a lot of our friends and family doing it. But this, we can fight. This is on our turf. This is our fight. We're not bringing in the Russians. We're not bringing in the Americans. This is our thing. Yeah. And again, no Japanese history or lineage whatsoever. And the whole time I was like, yeah, let's go. This mm-hmm. is great. For sure. <laughs> yeah. No, it was awesome. Um, I don't know what I was going to say, so I'm just not going to say anything no, else because good. I think we've covered all the points that I have. Yeah. Um, Godzilla is scary. His atomic breath weapon power up and like uh watching his like spikes oh yeah yeah, so cool (laughs) so freaking cool so cool so terrifying it's great go watch it awesome that's that's all i gotta say love it Uh, what about number two john my number two is mission impossible dead reckoning part one this was very good this might be my favorite mission impossible movie really um just in terms of the cinematography of it I think this movie is shot so well. I think some of the stunts that Tom Cruise does in other Mission Impossible movies are like more like catch like I like I'm on the edge of my seat about them. Mm-hmm. Um, the stunt that I think of first and foremost is when he's hanging onto the side of an airplane while it takes off. Yeah. That's insane to me. <laughs> um, but he still does all his own stunts in this movie as well. And the fact that he's 
all like almost 60 and still doing that and in better shape than I'll ever be in is crazy to me. Um, yep. It wouldn't be a top five also if I didn't put a Tom Cruise movie on our top true. five. That Last year, true. my number one movie was Top Gun Maverick, so I felt like I had to put yeah. him somewhere yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, talk about it, yeah. um, but I, I love the Mission Impossible franchise. Um, if we're talking about like a long-lasting franchise that is never going to end, um, we can compare it to the Fast and Furious franchise. This is a much better franchise than the Fast and Furious franchise Absolutely. in terms of content, in terms of realism. Despite it being this movie being about artificial intelligence and it like essentially taking over the world, which is like Age of Ultron crap. Um, yep. This is a much more real version of that, and it's very scary, and it's so cool to me. And I'm very curious about what part two is going to look like because of that. I don't think I've watched that many movies this year that came out this year that felt as edge of the seat, you know, edge of my seat, tense the entire time start mm-hmm. to finish. Not quite like a panic attack, but more panicking for the characters kind of tense. Yeah. Um, any at- anytime anytime one with artificial intelligence, anytime I see a movie that is based around AI and it going rogue, I get so scared because I'm like that's not far off from what could happen someday and I don't like that thought <laughs> and, it, and it's equal parts that and equal parts this is incredibly campy how are you going to make me take this seriously to the point where yeah the idea is scary but how are you going to convey that it's actually scary yeah also I love Haley Atwell and I love that she's in this movie and she's such oh, a it's prominent amazing. part it's incredible amazing. I love her so much um, um, yeah the, tra- I, the whole train crash oh. That whole scene, that whole segment. Well, that was a scene straight out of Uncharted 2. I'm just saying. That was Uncharted 2 to a T. And um, it was great. And Uncharted is my favorite video game franchise. So, again, I'm I'm a sucker for it. I love it. I love climbing a train that's falling off of a bridge. Mm-hmm. I think it's so cool. Um, it's a great movie. I, I want to do, just like for myself, I want to do like a rewatch of all of them in order just to like Watch, watch the growth yeah. and watch the craziness and because like I couldn't tell you exactly what the plot of the first one is at this point I haven't watched it in forever but like it's the first one so yeah it's important um but I very much enjoyed it so yeah, yeah it was very cool fair that's my number two nice it's in my honorable mentions otherwise I would have had it as my number two or not my number two <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm, what I'm saying words it's in my honorable mentions I'm Good, tired there you go. hello <laughs> it's it's Speaking it's below my number five but if it five, wasn't below yeah. my number five it would have been number two yeah <laughs> uh very cool let's talk about um a couple other honorable mentions because we do have I'm some sorry of you had to hear still that. okay you're what let's do it oh you saying you're crazy I'm things? tired yeah that's okay um honorable me... mentions Cool. Take it away. Give me one, Colin. All right. This would have been my number five had A Haunting in Venice not... I just had that like special place in my heart just because I loved A Haunting in Venice so much. This is Barbie. Barbie is one of my honorable Barbie mentions as well. Barbie was so good. Holy crap, dude. What a movie. The um, cast, the characters, the songs. The message. <laughs> the, me- the message in and of itself is incredible. Another movie I, that made me tear up. I um going into Barbie, I was like, this is a movie for women because it's Barbie and I'm it's gonna be like women empowerment and that's it. And I hate that that was my mindset. Um, but I'm gonna be honest and that's kind of what it was going in. After the, the watching thing... that movie, after watching this movie though, um, I think this is a movie that every single person in the world needs to watch. Yeah, 
man, Absolutely. woman, whatever you are, I don't care. You need to watch it and you need to learn something from it because it's the most educational movie I watched this year. <laughs> For I someone agree. who needs that education especially, right? Because the whole idea yeah. is don't be a terrible person, um, but also women matter. And also... I'm glad that you learned that this year, John. Yes, I learned that. No, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's so well made. Yeah. Um, and if you're a person who doesn't like this movie, I feel like I feel like it's a red flag. Yes, that's what I'm. I'm glad that you took the words that I couldn't find for whatever reason. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. If you don't like this yeah. movie, you need to reevaluate you because mm-hmm. there is a problem. Um, yeah. This movie is literally for everyone. It's hilarious. Um, Margot Robbie, incredible. Ryan Gosling, I was, incredible. I wasn't sure what to expect from it, but it was great. The problem that I had with it is that I knew that it was going to be a big movie. I heard that it was super powerful. I heard that apparently the music in it was really good. And that that's really all I knew going into it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting the visuals to be as surrealist and fun as they were. Like no. the the whole uh, chase scene in, in, the, in the office building with all the different office workers running different directions and doing acrobatic moves while also chasing Barbie and, and doing that whole thing. Completely that's out great. of left field. But it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I loved that. Or... or uh, the beach fight scene. The beach fight scene, the, the <laughs> Kennergy of it all. It yeah. Just, <laughs> it was a great movie. It was awesome. And, and like I said, this was almost my number five, and that's kind mm-hmm. of why we're talking about it as much. Yeah. Plus, also, it was just an incredible movie, and it needs to be talked about. Yeah. I have one more honorable mention on my list, um, because we've I, I talked about a lot of one, them already. Two, but I have a I couple have... other movies that, if we were doing more than just a set number of honorable mentions. There were a lot of really good movies this year. Um, So I'll talk about a couple other ones that I really enjoyed instead. Um, Sure. I'll still breeze through it. But one, uh, the one that is on my list still that I didn't put in my top five solely because it's technically not a movie, but it was in theaters is Waitress the Musical. Um, Oh, okay. Because that is a... Yeah, but it's also, it's a Broadway musical. It is still a stage production of it. They just filmed it, and they filmed it in a way for film. Um, I mean, we, we, we've we counted Hamilton as, as a movie in the past. I know, and I still question that sometimes, but, like, it is what it yeah, is. It's a um, movie. It's a either movie. way, <laughs> Waitress the Musical is a beautiful musical, and if you haven't seen mm-hmm. it, you should watch it, because that also has some very important themes in it. I don't know if you know anything about Waitress, Colin. I know half of one of the songs all right cool um the only thing that i will say is it's not just about pie and that's it um okay it's way (laughs) bigger than that and i didn't know that either until i watched it and man um is it there are some tough moments to watch it's very good though it's awesome um the music's incredible sarah borellis is just a wonderful person and incredible I love, I songwriter and musician. So yeah. getting to see her be the person playing, um, Marissa's going to kill me for not remembering her name, but the main character, <laughs> um, waitress is Marissa's favorite musical. So that's why she's going to kill me for it, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, it, it was phenomenal. It was such a cool movie. Um, such a cool musical. I wish that, um, I had seen it on Broadway. I would still love to see a stage version of it at some point because it's so cool 
Um, but that's one of my honorable mentions. That's all I'll say about it, because you don't know much about it, and I don't want to give anything away if you ever get a chance to see it. I, I think I'm definitely going to have to try and watch it at some point. Uh, one movie that I didn't make my top five, but originally I thought about possibly being near there until I thought about, again, Barbie and Guardians and A Haunting. Uh, Super Mario Bros. That was the next one I was going to mention. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot oh, of fun. Oh, dude. So fun. Um, I, I mean, went... Chris Pratt aside, it was really fun. <clears throat> Listen, Chris Pratt wasn't a problem. It's fine. Chris Pratt was great. Um, okay. A lot of people didn't like the fact that he didn't do the normal Mario voice. I think that they accounted for that very well very early on and i liked the idea of them just being two brooklyn brothers i thought it was super fun yes um i thought it was very cool i this is this was you talked about the way that nimona and that uh what was the other one you literally just said wonka wonka made you happy after after watching it that was this for me oh yeah um i mean jack black stole the show for sure um and now he is the animated protagonist king um did he just know, did he just got booked Apparently, to be steve in the minecraft movie that's going to be coming out so now he, he will be steve um what were you did gonna you say know that originally uh peaches wasn't in the movie and it was a late edition and they sent they said hey would you know would you be opposed to him singing and originally he said no i i'd like to approach projects that i know i'm gonna sing in with like no, I'm, I'm going to sing and like it being a last minute edition. Like I have a brand and like, I, I don't know how I feel about it. They sent him a 20 second clip. Cause that's all the song was originally going to be. Yeah. And he went, Oh, Oh no, I, I get it. Yeah. I have to fix it's this. It's incredible. <laughs> um, it's such a fun song, but Jack yeah. Black's just an amazing Bowser. And I was so excited from the moment oh, I knew so he was going to be Bowser to see him yeah. as Bowser. It was awesome. Him, um, Charlie Day as, and as and Charlie Day as Luigi. Th- those yeah. two castings made me want to see the movie. Oh yeah, I loved it. I really enjoyed the movie a lot. This um, this is what I went back and forth with Guardians on for my number five. Even though this wasn't mm-hmm. in my honorable mention list, um, it could have been my number five. So uh, that's how tight a lot of these movies are for me in terms of like. There were a lot of really good movies this year. And speaking of another really good movie that I'm just going to jump into and make you do another honorable mention after you do your next honorable mention. Unless you, unless this is one of them the as well. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4. This actually wasn't going to be on my honorable mentions. It's not that mm-hmm. I didn't love it. Um, I thought it was very cool. I've never had like the largest attachment to the John Wick movies. I think they're phenomenal action movies. I think Keanu Reeves is incredible. I think that it's actually a very cool story. I yeah. just I came really late to the John Wick party. And so, okay. like, yeah. I've watched all of the movies for the first time in the last two years at most. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of John Wick to immerse yourself it's in all at once. Because, yeah. yes, they are different, but they are also very the same. They're very this different. one was very different, and that's where I'll go with that. This one, I think, had the most differences from the other three. Um, Originally, I it. this movie was supposed to be two movies. Mm-hmm. With this being John Wick Chapter Four, and then Chapter Five being the finale of the of the series, and then the studio apparently lost faith in it, and they decided to make it just one movie, combining the thoughts or combining the thoughts, combining the ideas of four and five. Okay, which I get, yeah. but at the same time, then you end up with a movie like this where it very much should have been two movies. It could have been two movies. And that's why it's in my honorable mentions versus, you know, fighting for a spot on my top five list. Because I think even in our John Wick Chapter 4 review, which you can listen to, I said that it was probably going to be on my top five. Did we do it Chapter 4? No, We sir. did some sort of John Wick something. I think, no, maybe I just told you it when we were, like, playing a game or something like that. But I was, I was expecting this to be, like, my number one. 
Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I thought it was very well made. I thought the action in it was awesome. There were moments where I was like, oh, my God. Um, I was very stressed in a lot of moments in this. Yes. Kind of like that on the edge of your seat feeling that we talked about with uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah. I felt it more in Mission Impossible, but I did feel it for this movie as well. So, Fair. Cool. Um, let me quick skim my list and see if I have anything else since all the ones down below are gone. Uh, I only have <laughs> one other one that I really want to talk about. Okay. Um, I... Or I guess three. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> two, two, one that I want to talk about and two that I just want to kind of mention. Sure, that's fine. Um, then go ahead. I'll probably have words about it if I've seen it. Okay, this one I know you haven't seen. Um, this is Saw X. Okay, yeah. Uh, Saw nope, 10. did not see it. This is the best Saw movie. Interesting, okay. It is a real story. Um, it takes place between Saw 2 and 3, so it's with the original oh. uh, Saw. Um, it is huh. characters, like actual character work. There's an arc. The first 30 minutes doesn't even feel like a Saw movie. Like, yeah, there's, like, little bits where you're like, oh, this guy's terrible, but at the same time, going through this whole thing. Hmm. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything of it for you, except for the fact that I think you might actually like this movie. So is this a movie where I, I need to like see the, the ones that come before it? Do I need to, nope. like, do I need to watch one, two, nope. and three, or, or one nope. and two? I can nope. just watch this, and I, I, mean, I will... I mean, like, may- maybe, maybe two. Okay. Just because, like, Amanda is a major character, but, like... If you just go in knowing that Amanda is uh, his helper, okay, then you're fine. Okay, great. Um, yeah, very cool. I, I like. I, there I, was. I don't think. I don't think this is a movie that you'd enjoy if you had to like pay to see. But if it shows up on a streaming service and you okay. have the time to watch it, give it a watch. Sure, I will Only say I've other, probably other paid to see much worse movies. Um, we'll get to my least favorite. In we'll a get there. We'll get there. Um, uh, but like you, you yourself though. I don't remember. Yeah. You, you yourself though. I know other people have different opinions. Like one of my sure. coworkers is a huge Saw fan. Um, yeah. But for you, I think this might be a movie that you'd really enjoy if you didn't have to pay for it, and even if you like paid to like rent it or something. Yeah. I think you. Might, I think you might still have a good time with it. Cool. Sweet. Okay. Um, anything else? Give me another uh, one. Two more. Okay. Uh, one I know you'll want to talk about. One I know you won't. Which one would you rather? Both. But give me one that I don't want to talk about first. Okay. Taylor Swift, The Heiress Tour. Oh, okay. Was awesome. Cool. I wish that I could have seen this live. This was so cool. One, one of my friends cool. is a major Swifty, and we had uh, a movie day where she came over and a bunch of us you know, all watched it together. The production value in this uh, show mm-hmm. and in, the, in this movie because it is a little you know it's theatric it's a movie and it definitely sure. it played in theaters so i counted as a movie yeah it was great it was a lot of fun Mu- awesome. the music is obviously incredible I, that that goes unsaid but just the sheer visual impact of the music being played live and mm-hmm. the visuals that are achieved between the costumes the the movement the stage the set pieces incredible truly very incredible. cool awesome Sweet. And then, uh, What's last the one I do one. want to talk about? This is uh, a ballad of songbirds and snakes. Very cool. That's what I thought it was going to be. Um, yep. This would have been probably my next honorable mention if I was going to pick one. Yeah. Um, you did not read the book. I did not read the book. I did read the book. You did um, read the book. 
I read it when it first came out, so a couple of years ago. Um, so going in to see this movie, I like kind of knew what was going to happen, but I also forgot a lot of like the major stuff. Mm-hmm. So I can't really completely attest to the similarities and differences because the main plot's the same for the most part. Um, I ended up on Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes TikTok and just got immersed into the differences between the book and the movie okay. and all the symbolism and, mm-hmm. and smaller little bits and bobs. Cool. I mean, yeah. I thought it was a great movie. Like, standalone, if you haven't read the book, um, mm-hmm. it's a wonderful movie. Even if you Fantastic. have, I think you probably still really enjoy it because there's a lot of well-done stuff. Um, yeah. Rachel Ziegler is incredible. I thought she did a phenomenal job, personally. Oh, truly amazing. And it, it actually has me looking forward to maybe actually wanting to enjoy Snow White. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> um, and I don't remember the actor's name that played Coriolanus Snow, but he did great, yeah. too. Um, I he was love chilling. Oh, chilling. yeah, for sure. Um, I loved this book, first off. I loved the book because yeah. it gave you a peek into Snow's mind and why he is the way he is during there, the Hunger lot. Games trilogy. There's a lot of reasoning to why he does what he does, and it's a lot mm-hmm. deeper than most people realize. And this there was a lot of book criticism. and movie kind of get to show that. There was a lot of criticism when the movie came out from people who read the book and loved the book mm-hmm. as to, oh, it doesn't show him being as terrible. Oh, it doesn't show his internal monologue being as gross and weird as he is. But the thing is, you can't really show that in a movie beyond the weird sideways glances or mm-hmm. the Dutch angles that they do. Yeah. And it's kind of to the betterment of the movie, because had they shown that, it would have been a lot of a, a lot of voiceover coming at you as you're watching stuff. And it just yeah. wouldn't have it wouldn't have felt right. It's hard to make people want to watch a movie if the protagonist is so, so hateable, right? The movie, I think, does a really good job of taking the parts of Snow that we hate and hiding them just enough to, like, still kind of root for him throughout this whole movie. Even though when we get Mm -hmm. to the Hunger Games trilogy, we know who he is. And he's awful. Um, So getting to see that is really cool. What a bold move to make a movie that, one deals with one of the best per, like antagonists of recent years mm-hmm. and base an entire movie off of him and still make you know that he's the bad guy without taking out any of the oomph. Mm-hmm. You know you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it, in the same way that they could have easily ruined his character which would have really vastly affected the entire franchise. Yeah. They did a great job. I thought it was great. I really yeah. liked it. And you know, we've, we've been talking at you for nearly an hour now about all of our favorite movies and talking about all of these honorable mentions that didn't make our list and our, our top fives and all these great movies. But um, there were some, unless you have another one you want to talk about. I just I just want to throw out really quick before we get to yep. our least favorite things. Yeah. Um, this, is, this entire episode is all about our favorite movies, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention a couple of the TV shows that I did watch. We're not going to talk about them oh, in length, but some okay. of the phenomenal shows that yeah. I watched, because we're not talking about the series at all. Um, thumbs up for me. <laughs> edit that out. Um, <laughs> um, there, there was but, definitely a lot of TV, and we were going... I went back and forth about have, fighting for this to be added into our, our top fives, but... And maybe it's a different it kind could of have thing. been, but it's a different experience than a movie. It, it, and that's why I think the movie, experience. it's a different ranking yeah. system, I feel like, a yep. lot of times. Um, but I would just like to 
mention The Last of Us as one of the best seasons of television I've ever watched. Um, Yeah. Heartbreaking. So much crying. (laughs) Just in general. Oh, my God. And and Um, I... You know The Last of Us. I don't. And I mm -hmm. was blown away by the sheer story of it all. Not having to be just people fighting zombies, but just people in general. People in general. Yeah. This is not a zombie show or game Mm -hmm. it's a humanity it's a this is a story about humanity trying to survive period um Mm -hmm. and it shows all the different types of people that come from that um but i think that the third episode of this season is one of the best episodes of television i've ever watched ever yeah um just Nick Offerman puts on one of the best performances I've ever seen from someone. Um, both of them do, really. Um, yeah. It's beautiful. It made me cry. Uh, I loved it. So I felt like I had to mention it at least a little bit. Um, I don't know if you have anything else to say about The Last of Us. Um, the other... I mean, it looked amazing, but yeah. that's about it. Yeah. The other thing I really want to shout out is the One Piece live action. We have a whole episode on it, so we don't yeah. need to talk very long about it. But that was some of my favorite TV ever also. I love the anime. Um, mm-hmm. And I was worried that this show was going to kind of ruin that. It didn't. It hit in all the right spots, and that was awesome. I, I said in our review, uh, and, and you can go listen to it there to make sure that I said it. I just thought it was great. It made me happy. It was fun. Um I said it in our episode, so I'm not going to say it too much again, but it's just a nice follow your dreams mantra, yeah. and it's so cool, and Luffy just makes me a happy person. So It gave me a lot of hope for Avatar. It gave me a lot of hope for Avatar. I really wanted also to watch the, um, the Yu Yu Hakusho live action because that's an anime that I kind of dabbled with as a kid. I didn't watch a lot of it, but like I understood a little bit of what it was, and I didn't watch it, but I heard it was just as good as One Piece. So I'm bummed that I didn't get a chance to watch it before the year ended, but I'll still watch it because it's there. So I'll get there. All right. Uh, um, my uh, and the last my two shoutouts, I guess. Uh, yeah, go I for guess, it. Oh, you have three. Okay. Well, no, it was no, just gonna go. be it was just gonna be Loki season two. Um, I, that, that was what I was gonna start yeah. with. <laughs> so oh, I just fantastic. really enjoyed it. It was very very cool. Yeah. Um, uh, I am. It was a very nice piece of. You know, hey, by the way, Marvel isn't crap. You know, Phase 4 isn't yeah. what people expected or what people really wanted. But mm-hmm. Loki Season 2 was a very good... Marvel knows what they're doing. Or at least some people in Marvel. Some people. And I'm hoping more people will now that we have showrunners for these shows. Well, I'm... even though the writer and producer for Loki was the person that made Multiverse of Madness, I'm hoping that they've learned their lesson and learned from their mistakes because they're helming Avengers five and six. So yes, yes, they are. As long as Sam Raimi doesn't direct one of them, which I've heard he's in the talks for, (laughs) which will make me sad. Um, yeah, I'll be okay. Um, if he doesn't, but if he does, then I will definitely go in with lower hopes and maybe that'll do me some justice. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe, Either that, or I'll force you to watch Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and Army of Darkness before. Just to make me I more I sad, I don't know. Uh, okay, the two um, to, to make ahead. you understand Sam Raimi. Uh, the, I, the two shows I want to talk about just briefly, unless you have more you want to talk about with Loki. No, you're good. 
I'm done. I'm good to go. Uh, Gen V. Unless you want me to complain about Jonathan Majors in general, because I could do that too. Um, but I'm glad that that's resolved I mean, and yeah, we're you, moving I mean, forward from that. And I honestly, he's a wonderful actor. He's a terrible person. I'd rather have a not him <laughs> since he's a terrible person. Yeah. That's all. Gen V, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Don't spoil it, but yeah, talk about it. I was going to say, for, for the third time, no spoilers. Uh, go see it. If you like the boys, you'll like Gen V. And it, it makes me very excited for season four. And then the other thing that I know you haven't seen, but I think is a lot of fun um, because of who I am and what I like is What If Season 2. I, I think that this might have been better than Season 1. I haven't the had a chance. The ending is not as strong. Okay. I haven't had the, a chance. The ending is it's not as strong. It's on my list. I want to watch mm-hmm. it. I just have not had the opportunity yet. I yeah. I enjoyed What If Season 1. It just took me four episodes to get there because... I like a cohesive story, and the last three episodes of season one were phenomenal put together. Um, it was cool. Um, but I'm, I am excited to see season two in general. Season two is a lot more fun as an anthology. And that's the fine. The collection of everything is not as great. However, there is one superhero in this whose name I forget, and I feel bad for forgetting. Um... She is a Native American superhero, and she okay. is incredible. Oh, she is so cool. Very I cool. want I her wait. in live action so bad. Um, and then there's also an amazing, truly amazing Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. If you just watch the Christmas episode, you'll have a great time. <laughs> okay. I think it's like episode four. Awesome. Yeah, I'll watch it at some point. I'm in the middle of um, my weekly Percy Jackson watching right now, and that is what it is. Yeah, um, which is great. Loving it so also far. Also great. I'm loving it, too. I they can't... Saw, they came out solved today, right? the arch problem. Episode 4 comes out today, right? It came out today? I have to watch it. It comes out on Tuesdays. Oh, episode 4 came out on Tuesday? What am I they doing? I thought it was Tuesdays. Thursdays. I thought it was Thursdays. <laughs> nope. Never mind. I haven't watched episode 4 yet, so don't tell me anything okay, about it. Okay, then ignore me. What, ignore what I just said. I don't know what that means, so it's fine. Fantastic. Um, All right. I am excited to see where it keeps going because I love the books and I'm excited about it. Last thing, future TV, I am excited for Echo um, because it's yeah. going to be brutal and I'm excited to see Vincent D'Onofrio do whatever he wants Appa- to do. Apparently, apparently Kingpin is being set up within Marvel being quoted as the Thanos of the street level villain, of the street level heroes. I'm so excited, dude. I want... <laughs> I want more than anything else him to be the villain in spider-man 4 i would love that so much with daredevil team ups i'm in yes with vincent d'onofrio's kingpin it is incredible yeah okay that's all i'm good to move on colin moving on do we have to talk about our least (laughs) favorites what was the worst movie that you watched (sighs) this year (laughs) please tell me what it was I have two. Okay, but if you had to pick one. No, if I had to pick one, I'd pick both. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I, listen, What's if you're going to give two. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. If okay. you're going to give two, I'll give a backup. That's fine. I was between two. I went with one because I stuck with my guns and I followed the All rules. Right, you know but I'm I could give at two. Least one of these is going to be the same, but if both <laughs> of them are the same, that just goes. That just says who we are as, as friends and people great um my one least favorite was the flash okay 
God. I didn't get to watch The Flash, so I cannot oh, confirm or deny. Interesting. Um, I also okay. was very hesitant to go because I despise the person that Ezra Miller is with all my heart I, as well. I and didn't so pay to see this. It was on a streaming service. It makes I me angry. In bits that because of how bad it was. It makes me so mad that two phenomenal actors are both, like, Terrible blacklisted people. because they're awful people. Because Ezra Miller's yeah. a phenomenal actor. Um, Except in this. Well, that's fine. Maybe he doesn't <laughs> I mean, know how to um, act unless, himself, so it's okay. No, I mean, granted, maybe his, his acting direction was to be the most annoying character ever put to screen, but... Potentially. You know. That's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I did not see The Flash, so I cannot confirm that it is the worst movie ever. I may have felt that if I had watched it, but that is not one of my two. I don't mind low-budget CG. Okay. I do mind when CG looks like trash. Okay. This was this was hard to watch. Yeah. Plus, the Flash running just is the goofiest trying to look serious thing, and it is it just does not work. Yeah. There are a lot of things about this movie that do not work. Okay. Cool. I won't go see it then. I don't need to. It's fine. I, I think um, if, you, if you want to watch a bad movie in a, wow, I can't believe how bad this is kind of like enjoyment of watching a bad movie, kind of like watching Halloween Ends, um, you might get something out of it. I don't think I need to give it my time. It's okay. I feel all right. I don't think you need to give it your time either. Perfect. Um, then, okay, I will give you first, since we're both doing two, because screw the rules. All right. Um, give, me, give me the one... I'm gonna give you the one that's gonna be. Well, I what were you gonna say? I know. I'm gonna give you the one that I don't think you've seen because last we talked, you hadn't seen it. So, um, and that is 65, which is the movie starring Adam Driver, where he lands on this distant planet and Mm -hmm. he speaks to this girl who doesn't speak, and they walk a lot, and there's dinosaurs, Mm. and it's not good. (laughs) i just i sat there i went to the movies to see this i was like this looks interesting it's like Mm sci-fi meets prehistoric and i was like that could be a really cool movie it could be a really the trailer did look good this was was not a cool movie Mm. it was a very dialogue lacking movie two-thirds of this movie there was no speaking colin I don't mind movies that don't have any words. Like, for instance, another uh, half hour no, of no it. No one will save you. Another half great. hour of it was one of the two of them talking. I think this girl had like six lines in this movie, which, if done right, could be great. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was saying about no one will save you because there's two lines of dialogue in that entire movie, but you get the entire story, you get the entire movie without having to worry about the, that dialogue. I just didn't like it. That's fair. Um, I like putting it in our ranking system. I gave it a two, which oh. is still not a one. I didn't walk out of the theater, and yeah. it's not oh, below a one. A, is one. Walk- so, you a know. one is walking out of the theater. I think I would have given The Flash a 1.5. Okay. What's your other that, movie? This is this the only one that be could a- be one that we have seen. This and would also be a 1.5, maybe a 2. I love dark comedies. I really do. I love the idea of this movie because the story behind it is hilarious and the idea of a movie behind it is hilarious. 
cocaine bear was so awful. so bad. Oh, it was awful. The characters, so the only redeeming character this was too. <laughs> there was Were a part worried? of me that was like, "This is gonna be on his list." I wanted to talk about it in in a oh god, uh, this is such a bad uh, movie. I wanted to talk about it in its own review at one oh. point, just so that we could both talk about how bad this movie was. Because oh, it just it. there was maybe maybe two characters that were worth <sighs> watching, but a lot of the choices in this movie just do not work. This was my this was my least favorite. Um, this was, it was the between one this I was and the Flash, say. and I couldn't choose um, which one I hated more. This one I did give a one point five, yeah. only because. In the second half of the movie, there was at least some semblance of a plot. Kind of. It wasn't good, kind but of. at least it got me to the end of the movie. I, I, don't, e- I, don't, even, I don't even mind meandering movies. Okay, but I the first half hour of this much. movie, I wanted to gouge my eyes out. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel that way at the end. I felt like, why did I waste my time? But I also didn't go to theaters to mm-hmm. see it. I watched it on Amazon because it was free either. for Prime. If, um, but yep. I did not. If, love I, if it. I if I paid to see this, I would be much angrier. Oh yeah, I would not have stayed. I this would have would, left. This would be a movie. Then it would have been a one. <laughs> this would be a movie that I would have debated leaving, and it would have just depended on what I was doing at the time. Yeah, pretty much. Really, that that like like if if I had the weekend and. Mm-hmm. I was playing Baldur's Gate, and I was like, "Oh, Cocaine Bear's coming up. I have to, you know, put the game down, go play that." I might have left the movie to go back to playing Baldur's Gate. It was just awful. For sure, yeah. Um, I'm glad that we agreed on that because I there was a part <laughs> of me that was like, "There's pieces of this movie that totally fit Colin's favorite kind of humor," and I was so nervous and, that I, you were going to like. Love there this were movie. a couple. There were a couple things that made me laugh in, in like, haha, that's silly and funny, but it just, a lot of it just did not work. None of the yeah. likable characters do anything redeeming. Mm-mm. The the kids doing coke is not even played for the type of laugh that it should be. It's just yeah, dumb. The, the whole movie is dumb and not in a fun way. Yep, agreed. Um, I'm throwing this at you last minute, so you're going to have to think mm. about it really quick. I was just thinking okay. it could be kind of fun. We talked about a lot of our favorites. We still have our number ones. We talked about but, our least favorite. Colin, mm-hmm. what would you say the most mid-movie that you watched this year was? Oh. <laughs> if you could pick movie. one. All right. Uh, <laughs> give me two one. seconds to go through <laughs> the list of movies because I'm reading through the list right now. Okay. Mid-movie. I just thought this could be fun to throw out there. I don't know why. Oh, this is last minute. Okay. Uh. mid Mid, 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 mid. Okay. I have two. Okay. Um, only because I'm, I'm having to pick on the spot. No, I wouldn't Great. even say this was mid, so I'm not going to say We don't it, even need to like actually it, talk about, about them. Right I just want to see what you come up with. <laughs> I just saw Blue Beetle. Um, Great. It was fun, but it was also the most average superhero movie I've ever seen in my life. I thought it was a really um, nice introduction to a character movie, which is what it was. Um, mid in that totally I fair. really, really wanted to enjoy it. And like it, it was everything I was expecting, and just nothing new. Every every, I don't I don't know how to describe like being able to call every moment of this movie, other than being able to call every moment of this movie, the last voyage of the Danmar. It was great. Okay. It's a fantastic looking movie, 
But every single scene you go into, up, oh, this is gonna happen. Yep, it is that happened. the the Dracula movie? Yeah, that isn't Redfield. And like I said, <laughs> right. And yeah. and like I said, it was good, but cool. You you could call everything that was gonna happen in the movie, and it's just okay. Okay, cool. And, um, I, and I think okay. again, part of it is because I really did want to like it. Yeah, I'll give a couple. Um, Knock at the cabin, the M Night Shyamalan movie that came out like in yeah. February. Yep. It was very mid. It was yep. fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was, it was exactly what Shyamalan I expected. Movie. Yeah, it's what I expected. Um, that was very mid yeah. to me. Um, if we're going by the ranking system, because on my list I did give a ranking to every movie I saw, I gave one movie a 2.5, oh, which is right in the middle. But I would also argue that mm-hmm. a 3 is more mid based on the 1 to 5 scale. So I'm going to say that one was Retribution. It's a Liam Neeson movie. It wasn't very good. I went and I saw it and I left and I felt nothing. I heard that, yeah. Um, it is what it is. Yep. Um, but another mid movie. I would... It's kind of like you said about, about Blue Beetle being just like your average superhero movie. I would argue... Kind of the same thing for the new Aquaman movie. I enjoyed it, Aquaman and the Last mm. Kingdom. I enjoyed that movie. It's pretty mid, though. Um, it's not, like, anything super, super crazy. I didn't like it or yeah. dislike it more or less than the first one, which also is a very mid movie, in my opinion. Um, both fun, but nothing substantial. Not really. Yeah. That's all. Also, Amber Heard. So that kind of negative points, but it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Again, another pretty decent actor, but terrible person. That is what it is. You know, Apparently, you know that's the theme know, of the day. Who knew? You know what goes to say about a lot? Uh, yeah, really. Uh, especially after learning about how David Copperfield is a terrible person. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, what a day. Uh, yeah, what a day. Anyway, uh, but it, it goes to show just between like our mid-movie and our honorable mentions and our top fives, there's still movies in between those mid-movies and our honorable mentions. You know? Oh, yeah. Because, I have a like, bunch of uh, other movies that I liked more than the two I just mentioned. Exactly. But, John, if you had to pick your favorite movie of the year, actually, I'm going to go first because I'm going to decide to go first. And also because Let's just say it together, Colin. It's fine. Yeah, because yeah, we have the same movie. <laughs> if it wasn't on either Spider-Man. of our lists, it's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Across the Spider-Verse, yeah. <laughs> yeah it is. <laughs> It's the best movie that came out this year. It was the best. The first one was the best movie that came out that year. So it makes sense. Yeah. And again, this went back and forth a lot for me between this and Godzilla. I really wasn't sure what was going to be on top. And I had to think about it really hard. As we were talking Um, about, like, as you were talking about the fact that you couldn't choose between your number one and number two, I was actually very surprised because there was no doubt in my mind that this was going to be your number one. Um, Mm -hmm. Not because it's mine, but because when this we did a whole episode on it so we don't have to talk about it like forever um but when we talked about this movie in that episode you said you liked this movie overall more than the first one and the first one is in like your top five movies of all time and that's why i was shocked that you were struggling so much yeah it just it it, godzilla was that good yeah (laughs) at least i know this that much this movie's Um, incredible you were talking earlier about movies that make you feel enter- happy, like leaving. Like, like you leave the theater and you're like, wow, that was good. This movie, I left feeling energized. I felt ready to take on the world. I, I felt awesome. Like, this movie is incredible, amazing. I loved it. It's, in terms of 
animation. Whatever Sony is doing with these movies, granted, those <sighs> poor animators <laughs> definitely aren't making the money they deserve, and I feel very no, bad about that. No, but they are phenomenal at what they do, and they deserve all the credit for making these movies what they are because, holy crap, they're beautiful. They're just go- both of them. Yeah. But this movie, especially, the whole Spider-Man sequence is absurd. I teared up with the whole watercolor uh watercolor scene and, and i just rewatched this movie yeah. recently while building okay. a lego set and oh cool i don't know if you've ever done that but with the little lego segment that happens within this movie to <laughs> be like building lego while that's happening on the screen yeah amazing that was a lot of fun anyway that's awesome uh, <laughs> yeah this but movie the, the rest so of this good movie is, and and it's just fair warning now the next two minutes is just going to be us saying that on repeat um, yeah pretty much um the, I don't. I mean, I don't know what else to really say because we talked so in depth about this movie. We did during our episode about it. Um, I, I will and say, it's also I for recently... me, I have not rewatched it recently, so okay, my brain's not thinking about all the things because it's not fresh in my mind. It's been six months for me, so yeah. The uh, the one thing that I want to say then is that I got a chance to see Into the Spider Verse in concert recently with yeah, you a did. That's right. live orchestra and they did some lighting effects and whatnot i can't wait to see this uh in concert cool that was i did so not get to do fun. that but you were telling me that you were gonna go do that and that's so cool it was amazing yeah it's awesome yeah i can't recommend that enough very cool yeah um, especially to have like full like full theater audience re- reactions to different things mm-hmm. happening in, in the movie amazing totally that's so cool yeah. Well, I don't think we need to say much else. If you really want to hear right, our thoughts on Across the Spider Verse, go listen to our that. hour and a half conversation about it. It's <laughs> right where this one is, uh, just a little bit lower on the list or above it, depending on how you have your podcast list structured. That's you'll your get call. there eventually. Uh, but yep. go listen to Across the Spider Verse if you want all of our thoughts. Um, we both gave it fives because it deserves at least that, even though our ranking only goes that high. So, yeah. You know how we feel. Um, hopefully you feel the same way. If you don't, still give us that five-star rating. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, though, hopefully you enjoyed what you heard today. Um, if you did, please don't forget to give us that five-star rating. And um, <laughs> on, you know, all the podcast plates, there's words. I wasn't looking at our words. I was trying to I do noticed. it without it. So, so Colin and yep. I have a script so we don't mess things up like this. And I veered from the path. I tried so hard. <laughs> It got so it got far. So far. <laughs> but it didn't matter. I messed up anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Look, if, if you didn't enjoy what you heard today, get some taste and then go give us that five-star rating anyway. There are new episodes of the Other Brothers podcast every Tuesday-ish. We're going to try and be more on point about posting stuff. It's going to be a um, lot of yeah, releases this coming is, out. This Top is a fives. new year. Um, last new year, at the year. beginning of the year, we called it season three. I guess if we want, we could call this the beginning of season this is four. Beginning of season mark. four. Season Welcome three was really short because we. Season three was really short because we didn't post a lot of episodes. Um, yep. We want to be more consistent for you guys. We want to put out some different stuff, um, and for us because this is fun for us. So yep. we're gonna try and be a little bit more on top of finding time to do this. Um, we're yeah. also going to talk about a lot of 2024 movies, uh, 2024 projects, as well as some movies that maybe John hasn't seen or I haven't seen that we want to mm-hmm. talk, want the other person to see and talk about. Um, 
yeah, or maybe some other things. Um, we're going to keep doing top fives with different topics. Uh, those are a lot of fun for us. Uh, maybe we'll personal do some more music review things, personal preferences, music. all that jazz. Um, but yeah, in addition to um, letting us know what you would want us to review next or any top fives you want us to do. Also, tell us what your top five movies of the year were because yeah, we're interested in that. Maybe yeah. it's something we didn't get to see. Maybe it's something we hated. Maybe you loved Cocaine Bear. If you did, I'm so sorry. I'm but so sorry. Uh, tell us sorry. anyway, no, I guess. that movie was trash. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm sorry for them, not for the movie. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. That they have bad taste. I was just trying to not say that, but you made me sound like the bad guy, so thank you. Um, well, you're welcome. And if you want to have a conversation with us about how right we are or how wrong we are about Cocaine Bear or anything on our top five, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok at Other Bros Pod. And please tell your friends about us. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Yes, please. And with that, I've been John. I've been Colin. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Other Brothers Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you, time. guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Season four.